What's up, guys? My name is Alicia McNeil, and I'm here to help you reclaim your power and attract the life you've been dreaming about to you. From manifestation, mindset, healing, and energetic superpowers, I believe we are all magical beings waking up to the reality that we get to choose what we feel, what we experience, and what we create in this world. Upgrading what's no longer working for us that we can create a ripple effect of love and healing out into the world. I hope this episode adds some inspiration, laughter, and magic to your day. We're waking up. Let's do it together. (laughs) All right. What's up, guys? I just freaking love that intro. Doesn't it make you want to dance? Ah, welcome to the show. Wake up with me. This is your host, Alicia McNeil, and this podcast has been a long time coming. I have been asked to create a podcast quite a few times by some followers and some friends and some clients, but I never really felt pulled to creating one until now I finally had the intuitive push and you're going to hear me a lot throughout this podcast talking about my intuition and my intuitive guidance and how I really use that as the compass of my life and it's done a wonders for me to really turn tune into this internal guiding system and use it as a compass in my life. So before we begin, I want to introduce you to our sponsor for today's episode. Today's episode sponsor is, drumroll please, the Becoming Magnetic Masterclass. Yes, this is my own masterclass. It is a four-month, 16-week group coaching program where you will not only learn how to live a magnetic life where great things are flowing to you, but you actually embody the practices and tools that you'll hear me talk about on this podcast in order for us to drastically shift our life into living in alignment with the thing that we desire most, we have to create the experiences within our body. This is called embodiment. So if you're ever reading a book or listening to a podcast or learning anything and you're like, Alicia, I logically understand this, but my reality has not changed. I don't feel any different. Nothing is happening. That is because the knowledge is in your mind. And knowledge becomes wisdom within the body through experience and through practice. So that's what we do each week. We transform your mindset to believing you're fully worthy and capable of all that you desire We do breath work each week, which creates peace in your mind and helps you align with your true essence. We tap into your intuition and spiritual gifts. And probably my most favorite, because it feels the most magical, is energy and light work, where you develop a variety of energetic tools that allow you to create more abundance in your life and inner peace, healing your body from the inside out improving relationships all by just shifting and changing your energy. It is so, so, so incredible and fantastic. And I love guiding people through it because you just viscerally feel the change in your body so quickly. And that's how we attract great things to us is by changing the state of our energy in our body. 
So I host this group program only a few times a year, and I begin enrolling for this round March 1st. The program is for those who want to create a life filled with joy, peace, and synchronicity. It's for those who are heart-centered and want to add value to their life so that they can be a vessel to add value and love to others. Whether you're a coach or a teacher or a student, an engineer, a hairstylist, a photographer, a construction worker, it doesn't matter. We all have a purpose and gifts to share with the world, and we all have the ability to tap into this lifestyle where it feels with more ease and more flow and more abundance and more synchronicity. So if this speaks to you, then click the link in the show notes to get on the waiting list. Spots are limited and you'll have the opportunity to schedule your discovery call in advance so that we can lock you in for a spot for sure beginning March 1st. In this first episode, I really want to touch on what is waking up, why it's so important to me in my own personal life and in sharing this with the world and with you all. And then I want to share eight lessons that I've learned in this past year that have really transformed my life. And I I integrate these lessons into my everyday life. They are, I don't want to say rules that I live by, but but they guide my life and they guide my day-to-day. And and if they speak to you, then great. You can you can feel free to use them yourself. All right, so let's start with what is waking up. This can be defined in a million different ways, but to me, waking up is waking up to the fact and the knowing that we have the power to upgrade our mind and our bodies, to create the sensations we want to feel, and to live the life our heart desires to live. We have the power to use our minds and energy to shift from fear to love, from worry to peace, from scarcity to abundance, from confinement to freedom, from judgment to compassion. And we don't have to wait until the vacation, the hike, Christmas, a sports game, a concert, or even a workout or yoga yoga class to feel this peace, joy, freedom, love, clarity. We have all of that within us. And from there, feeling those sensations in our body, creating those sensations in our body, we can effortlessly attract desires that match that feeling. You see what happens so much in life. And I I did this practically my entire life until this past year was we're always efforting to achieve something, right? So maybe you're working hard to accomplish a goal, maybe a work goal or an exercise goal or a relationship goal, whatever it may be. And then the reason we're trying to achieve those things is to feel a feeling, right? You want to feel joy. You want to feel accomplished. You want to feel love. You want to feel connected. You want to feel peaceful. And we think, okay, well, when I get there, then I'll feel good. Then I'll be able to relax. Then I'll enjoy life. And it's just this constant cycle of waiting for then to come and it never comes. And I did this for so, so, so long and I'll get into my story in a little bit, but I I came to this realization that we don't need to wait until then. We can create those sensations 
within us. And I've studied a lot of quantum physicists and and teachers and very, very successful people who are achieving the success without the stress and struggle. They are embodying the frequency and the feeling of what it is that they want. And then that becomes attracted to them. You see, everything in this world is made up of energy and we will attract what we are an energetic match for. And we're going to dive deeper into this later on in this episode. But first, I want to take you down a trip, down memory lane, Alicia's memory lane. (laughs) And I want to tell you some of my story. You know, I I have a, a long 25 years behind me, but maybe you can connect with some of what I've experienced and maybe me sharing my story will help you feel less alone if you do experience any of the things that I was experiencing or what I am experiencing. So for as long as I can remember from the moment I kind of realized who I was when I was maybe in high school to when I was in graduate school. So from about maybe 16 to 22 or 23, I was severely obsessed with my body and exercise and what I ate. It's all I thought about morning, noon, night, 24 seven, all the time. I was struggling so much with anxiety, but I didn't know I had anxiety. I I truly didn't even think I had, I, I wasn't aware of my emotions. I thought only people who were on anxiety medications or depression medications had dealt with anxiety or depression. But now looking back, I totally was, was experiencing severe sensations of anxiety and of depression. And I was battling disordered eating for about five or six years pretty heavily. And I would just kind of bounce between these states of severe anxiety, very fearful, very worried about what people were thinking, very sad and lonely to these states of numb. It was like I I had to be doing something with someone. I had to be accomplishing something. I had to be really, really busy. I had to be in a relationship. And anytime I didn't have any of that, it was like I could not be alone with myself. My head would go to these dark places. I would feel so much pain inside of me, but I wasn't even really aware of it. And I would just need to numb out. I I felt compelled to the kitchen. I felt compelled to overeat, binge eat, make myself sick. Sometimes on the flip side, I would feel compelled to severely restrict myself. And it was just this cycle. And I think the worst part about all of this was was not the physical acts of you know sabotaging myself in relationships and at work and in in chasing my dreams and 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 with eat being healthy but it was the the mental the mental trap and the mental cage that I felt like I was in like I I would would see people online and and they would look so happy or, or my friends. And, and I would just hope that there was more to life, but, but I didn't feel it. I didn't believe it would be true for me. And I just, 
I was always waiting for those vacations and, and those moments of peace and bliss. And what's so ridiculous is, is by the time they came around, I would either sabotage myself to not go on them or the moment that I got home, it was like, felt so weird in my system to feel so happy and good that I would sabotage myself. It's like I had the blueprint for feeling like a piece of shit. Honestly, that's, I had the blueprint for that and I knew exactly how to get there and I was addicted to it. I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable feeling better, honestly. And then, you know, fast forward, I, I, had this breakdown on my birthday, or it was a couple of days before my birthday, and it was my first year into graduate school. Yeah, first year into graduate school. And I remember I was just laying on my bed. I started crying my eyes out, realizing that I had spent nearly five years so obsessed with my body and my food and my exercise. And I would always tell myself, you know, next year will be different. And it wasn't, it was exactly the same. It was like, I was just looking, it was like I had a bird's eye view of my life and it was on repeat for the past five years. And it just was really heartbreaking to realize that and to feel so stuck. But if I've learned anything from that moment on is that oftentimes we break down to break through and I feel so, I can truly honestly say I feel so blessed and grateful and thankful for the years that I struggled, even though I went to such dark places that I was questioning, do I even need to be on this earth? You know, is there a point for me being here? But without hitting those low, low lows, I would not know what I want I would not have learned the deep, beautiful lessons I've learned from being in that place. And I wouldn't be able to connect with my clients and my friends and my family and anyone out there who is experiencing these sensations. You know, I really believe that, that I was meant to go through all of that because it gave me such a purpose and a drive. And now it is my, my, calling. It is my everything. (laughs) People probably think I'm obsessed with my work because I'm always thinking about like, how can I share more? How can I give more? How can I help more? Anytime I have a breakthrough, I'm like immediately trying to turn it around and share it with someone that I love and, and, and share it with people online because I've been there. I've been to that low and I, and, and the more that I'm out of it and the more that I'm at like this, this happier well-being, I, I can see it and more people. It's like, I used to think I was all alone. And if you're there and you're, you're thinking that I promise you, oh my gosh, do I promise you, you are not alone. I would say the majority of humans on this planet are suffering and, and by suffering, I mean, struggling with stress, anxiety, depression, this, this overall, like, like feeling of, of life is just okay. Like, eh, it's just okay. I'm just going to work, going home, 
it's okay. No, life, life gets to be so, so, so grand and great. And you get to experience all the, the, the ranges of beautiful emotions of peace and bliss and joy. And, and if you're there and you're thinking I'm, I'm alone or, or you're feeling stuck like I was, I promise you that that's, that's not the case at all. Since then, since that breakdown a couple of days before my birthday, it's been, I guess, like three years now. And, and I've, I've slowly made my way to this place where I don't even think about, about my body or food in the, in the same way whatsoever. And I do not struggle with depression at all. I experience sensations of anxiety on occasion, but I believe anxiety is a beautiful, beautiful gift signaling me exactly how to get back into alignment. So I, I love when the anxiety comes up because it's just a sign. Okay. I get to use my tools to snap back into alignment and energetically become one with my true essence again. And although I had that breakdown three years ago, it was a very slow process. And that's why I'm here to share as much as I can with you because it wasn't until I would say the past eight to 10 months that I really started diving into this work and experiencing massive shifts very at a very quick and rapid and beautiful rate. And by that, I just mean quicker than <laughs> the amount of time I had spent feeling stuck, right? So what happened in this past year was last February, I decided to start a online business and chase my dreams and create this financial freedom where I get to help people do the inner work because I thought I had done all of this inner work on myself, right? Because I was no longer numbing out on food. I thought I had completely healed myself. But this past February, I really started to develop this work addiction. I was working probably 60 hours a week. I was using it as an excuse on the weekends to not go out and meet people or connect with people. I was always obsessed with making more money and, and attracting more clients and, and, and it was taking over my entire life. And I remember about a month into starting my business, I was heading to Nashville with some friends for the weekend and I was sitting in the back of the car looking out the window and I just started to feel all of these goosebumps down my body. I call them energy tingles. <laughs> And I was just sitting in the back of the car, feeling so peaceful, looking out the window, knowing I had nothing I needed to do, nothing I needed to worry about. And I just felt these chills all throughout my body. And I remember I turned to my friend, Asha. <laughs> Asha messaged me if you're listening to this. And, and I said, I think, I think this is God. I think this is God in my body, like trying to speak to me because <laughs> it felt so good, you know? And I realized that that was a way of, of my, my soul or my spirit communicating with me and, and telling me like, 
this is a good feeling, like this peace and this joy, like you get to feel this more. You get to create this within you. So then I I began to explore manifestation and I began to use my mind to reprogram my belief system. And at the same time, I had hired a coach who had helped me unlearn my past and heal wounds that were created in my childhood, which I'll talk about more in later episodes. And while I was doing all of this work on myself, I was also coaching. I was doing online personal training and and helping people heal their disordered eating. And I was noticing that as my clients were doing the inner work, they were naturally manifesting careers, jobs, relationships, money into their life. And so was I. So I really began to get interested in manifestation and how life was just getting easier and easier and more magnetic and more happy and more joyful. The more that we just healed ourselves from the inside out, the more that we loved ourselves, the more that we felt worthy of what it is that we desire, the more confident we felt, the more that we used our energy to feel known and speak our truth in the world. We were naturally attracting what it is that we desire. So manifestation and energy work became my obsession for the past like seven months. And since then, I've really attracted a career that I could have never dreamed of. I am attracting soulmate clients to me all the time and an income that fully supports my desires, wants, and needs. And what's beautiful is that I don't have the work addiction anymore. So I've really manifested a lifestyle of work where I get to work only when it feels inspired for me, 30-ish hours a week, if even that, and really doing what lights up my soul. And aside from my career and finances, I've really attracted the most incredible friends in this new city that I had just moved to last summer and a home that I am wildly obsessed with. And I've attracted mentors that I'm obsessed with and (laughs) crazy stuff like free gifts and free coffees and and a free bike and and dates and and a lot of like material stuff but i've really gotten to this point where everything is just flowing easily it's happening naturally without any effort and when i do want to manifest something i do but aside from that i'm really flowing with my intuition and with life and although i i it's cool to manifest things i've gotten to this place where i just want to flow and, and, and help and serve. And I want to make it clear that I say that my life is a lot easier and happier and, and I can experience this, this like joy and well-being without needing anything external. But that doesn't mean I don't still have my moments and still have my days where challenges come up and where I feel sensations of fear or anxiety or sadness or pain. I absolutely 100% still have those moments where I'm like, my, my brain and my mind are like, no way, like no way you're gonna, you're gonna manifest that, that kind of impact or that kind of income or that kind of relationship. But 
then I drop my awareness into my heart and my soul and it's, it's my truth. And I, I always have the tools to catch myself whenever my mind wants to start spiraling in a momentum and in a direction that I don't want my life to go. I can catch it and I can use different tools that recenter me and realign me with my truth, my truth that I am one with consciousness and I am a limitless being and I get to choose what my reality is going to be. And I choose love and abundance and, and fun and adventure and all of that good stuff. And I just want to make it really clear that this work of waking up is challenging. We have to bring love to our fears and to our pain and to our sadness and to all of that. But when you start to develop that self-love to every area of you, not just the good, not just looking in the mirror and saying, I love you, but to that deeper part of you that is afraid and, and is not believing in your truth and who you want to be. Oh my gosh, you guys, you're freaking life is going to transform because you're going to notice your mind freaking out and you're going to catch it and you're going to call BS on that shit and say, that is not true. That is my silly monkey mind. I'm going to listen to my heart. I'm going to listen to my body. And I know what the, the life that I want is flowing to me. And each day it just gets easier and easier and better and better. So my intention with this podcast is to inspire you and to guide you by sharing practical steps that have worked for me, and hopefully you can learn from some of the mistakes that I've made before you make them yourself or not. You know, I I really want this to be a place where you learn and listen and are open to what I have to say, but also you take everything with a grain of salt, just like I do. And you, you, you tune into that place inside of you that knows truth, that intuitive sense that can feel like, okay, yes, this is for me or no, maybe this isn't for me. And that's perfectly okay. You know, I truly believe that we are all extremely, extremely unique and no two lives will look the same. We were all brought here. We all chose to come here and live out this life and, and, and come to some sort of realization and learning and understanding and live out a purpose. And that's going to be unique for everyone. And no two paths are going to be the same. So I hope to guide you and inspire you to go down certain paths, but know that everything I say is probably not going to be working for you. Just like how whenever I learn from some teachers, I take bits and pieces that work for me and I play around with it and I'm open to everything. Another intention of this podcast is to bring in experience episodes, which I think will be really, really cool. They'll be like a meditation or or some sort of energy tool that I'll guide you through so that you can actually begin to feel what I mean when I say embodiment is key and that we can change our state right here and now without needing to change anything external. All right. So with that said, let's kick off this first episode with eight lessons that I've learned in this past year that I live by each and every day. So the first is I am safe to feel emotions are energy emotion. Okay. Emotions are energy emotion. And when we feel pain in our body by pain, I mean, anxiety, sadness, fear, 
guilt, shame, whatever it may be, we are so quick to link that to a story, right? And and to want to run away from it, you know, as as children, we have our parents or our teachers or our friends saying, don't cry, you know, suck it up, put a smile on. Or maybe we see people expressing emotions that scare us or, or we get punished for expressing emotions. So our bodies literally fear expressing emotions. Also, we have our fear of judgment, right? Also, we have our innate biological fear of feeling pain. You see, when we were zero to four years old, and and sometimes after that, we have developed these protection safety mechanisms, these safety patterns for whenever our body feels pain, we are going to react in a certain way so that we do not feel it. Whether that's suppressing it or being aggressive and pushing it out onto others or leaving our body and, and, and escaping into our mind, numbing out on food, on sex, on drugs, on alcohol, overworking and not being able to relax at all, needing to always be perfect and, and do it the right way, very, like, very rigid. Any, any sort of addiction is, is when we feel this pain in our body, you know, if we, if we can't unwind at night without a glass of wine, and if we are binge or emotional eating, and if we are taking drugs to feel something different, you know, all, all of this is, is when we're feeling this pain in our body and we want to feel something different and we don't know how. So we go to these vices and vessels or we shove it down, 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 down and get very depressed and, and, and then maybe sleep or medications are our drug. And if you're experiencing any of this, please know it is so normal and, and it doesn't need to be normal. You know, it's so, so, so normal in our society to not feel safe to feel our emotions. So when they come up, we do something that we might not be proud of, or we might not love, or we might not understand why we're doing it, but it's to escape this pain and to fill this hole inside of us that really gets to be filled with love. Love is the only medicine that will heal that addiction and that need to continuously run from our fears and run from our sadness and run from our pain and run from our anger. When we were born into this earth, we didn't have any protection, right? So maybe your parents sat you in a crib and you were feeling hungry. You were longing for your parents' love and, and you were just feeling all these sensations of pain in your body and you had to create some sort of safety mechanism to not feel it, right? Whether that was with suppressing it or crying or whining or getting angry and, and, and fighting for attention, you know, whatever it may be, we've been playing out these patterns our whole lives as a way to avoid pain and as a way to get our needs met. And these reactions are protectors. They have been protecting us since we were that young. They're just not serving us anymore. But what happens is as adults, we don't know this. We're not aware of it. And the first thing we want to do when we feel pain is what? 
talk about it, right? Or figure out why. Why am I feeling this? Why am I feeling this sensation of pain? And we go to our friends or our family or even in our own minds and we say, okay, well, maybe it was what they said to me or maybe it was because they rolled their eyes at me or maybe it was because of, of uh, I don't know, the, the, the food. The, it was bad food or it was the car that was honking or it's the fact that my bills are coming up, right? We're, we're looking for everything in our external environment to make sense of what it is that we're feeling inside so that hopefully we can change that thing external and, and feel better or just, you know, to make sense of it. But here is something I want to tell you and it is going to profoundly change your life if you really integrate it into your life, okay? 99.9% of the time, you are wrong. That's right. 99.9% of the time, you are wrong with whatever it is that you're blaming on how you're feeling. And I know you're probably over there getting upset saying, what are you talking about, Alicia? I know I'm mad at my partner for doing this thing. They're the reason I'm mad. But what happens is when we are young and we feel these sensations of pain in our body, they get lodged in our body if we don't express them, if we don't let them out. Think of it like a bunch of bath bombs throughout your body, okay? And and if if you don't know what a bath bomb is, it's something, it's like this, this circle that you put in a bath, and when you put it in the bath, it dissolves, okay? And, and that, that part's important. So you feel pain as a child. You feel fear. You feel grief. You feel shame. You've even adopted some of this from generations, Okay. And these emotions have been resurfacing over and over and over again in your life. And it's just become a habit to look at your environment and blame it on something else. But really, and this is, this is where a lot of healing comes in, is, 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 is recognizing that emotions are just energy and motion. And we do not need to create a story around why we feel the way that we feel. So when you feel that sensation of pain... Instead of running from it, numbing it out, trying to figure out why it's there, if you can feel, okay, I'm safe to feel this, this is just energy in motion, wanting to be released, wanting to be felt, become aware of, and released. Think of it as a bath bomb within your body. So you're dropping your awareness down right next to this bath bomb in your body, this little area in your body where you're feeling the pain. You're breathing deep and you're just being there with it. Like you're sitting there with it, comforting it, allowing it to be there, just recognizing that it's there. It's almost like you're pouring love energy into it. And this, this is like pouring water onto a bath bomb. You're going to start to notice that it's going to start to dissolve and dissolve, and dissolve, and eventually, it's going to release, and leave your body, and over time, you're releasing all of these bath bombs throughout your body, you're you're releasing all of this energy throughout your body, so then your partner could do the same thing, 
and it not trigger you. You could be driving and you will no longer have road rage. You can feel overwhelmed at work or, or work could have a lot of external chaos still going on, yet you feel peace within because these emotions aren't being re-triggered. They've left your system. And if you really, really grasp this, this is going to save you so much drama, so much time, and it's going to help you not spiral down into a negative state where you might potentially be manifesting more of what it is that you don't want. We must go through the dark to get to the light. Pain is the portal to living our truth. You see, imagine all of these these bath bombs throughout your body, right? They're filling your entire body maybe. And then if we don't allow ourselves to feel it and heal it, that's that's how we heal it is we feel it, we send love to it, and, and it will unbind and, and begin to release and allow our natural loving light and love to flow through our, our body, okay? But when we feel it, if we suppress it, if we run from it, if we project it, it will eventually manifest into something else in our body, whether it's physical weight or disease or cancer or diabetes and I'm not saying this to create fear in you. I'm just saying that this, this energy and emotion in, in your body, it wants to be released. We're, we're here to heal our physical bodies energetically and emotionally. And when I say we must go through the dark to get to the light is, is whenever that sensation comes up, if we can change our relationship to it and feel safe to feel it and know, okay, if I put my awareness into this area of my body and I just honor it for, for what it is, just a sensation, just an emotion. And I get to feel the full range of emotions because if we don't feel the bad, then we, we can't get to the good. The good is this pure essence that's inside of you, this pure being of light and love and peace and bliss. And the more that we can feel the feelings that we're having without creating a story around it, the more that we can release from our body. And then we naturally get back into this state where we are feeling peace and joy and bliss more often so that maybe your partner will do the exact same thing, yet you have absolutely no emotional reaction to it. It's like thinking about road rage, right? Like some people easily snap at, during road rage or while driving, right? But then some people don't, you know, so you can start to question, okay, is this sensation really because of what's going on? And I know it can really, really, really feel real. Or is it because there's something deeper here from maybe 20, 30, 40 generations ago? that just need to be felt and loved and dissolved. This is really what spiritual awakening is all about. It's about realizing that we have this responsibility to heal our physical bodies and that we don't need to create so many stories around why we're feeling what we feel. You know, I can give you a perfect example. This past Sunday, I I woke up feeling in such a funk and, and that's not super often for me anymore. 
And I was laying there, it's maybe 7 a.m. And, and I really wanted to blame what I was feeling on something. Like I, I started to look and I, and, and think like, maybe it's this or maybe it's that. And then I was like, wait a second, Alicia. No, it's just energy that wants to be processed and moved through your body. So I used my tools. I used my breath work. I used my movement and, and other tools that I practice and, and share with my clients. And I was able to move that emotion through my body so that I could go on and have a beautiful rest of my Sunday. I, I went and grabbed coffee with my friend and I cooked and I danced around and, and it was an incredible day. But in the past, I 100% would have numbed out after feeling that emotion. I would have thought the world was ending. I would have thought I would have created so many stories and it would have been an awful day and it probably would have spiraled into an awful couple days. Okay, so I am safe to feel is a, is a huge, huge, huge lesson that I've learned in this, this past year. The second is I have the power to change how I feel inside, no matter what's going on outside. And this is, this, all of these really relate to each other, but this is huge. You know, I, I can think of a time when I was negative 500 in the bank account and I was freaking out a little bit, you know, because <laughs> that's, that's just a lot of money in the negatives and I ne- needed to pay for things. I needed to pay for rent. I needed to pay for food. And I was able to get in my meditation and feel the feelings of having $10,000 a month And I would get up from that meditation and I would go throughout the day consistently returning to that feeling. I, at the end of my meditation, I was like, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And I was dancing and I was so happy and, and I was able to attract $10,000 to me within a week or two. I can't remember the exact amount of time, but it was really, really quickly and, and like I said before, what we embody is what we attract. It doesn't matter where you're at right now. It really doesn't. It matter, what matters is your energetic vibration and, and the feelings that you're feeling. And you can develop the tools to change your state. So no matter what goes on outside, if you start to freak out a little, you have the power to change how you're feeling on the inside, which ultimately influences your entire external reality. So the third is I attract what I am. I always align my energy before taking physical action. I always get into alignment before doing anything in the physical world. So, so what alignment means is when, when my beliefs, thoughts, and feelings are all aligned with a thing you know you want and you know you get to have, okay? So let's stick with the money example. Let's say you want to attract money effortlessly and with ease and and you really want to enjoy the process and maybe you want to attract $10,000 a month, okay? If you begin to work and and do all of these strategies and funnels and tools and 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 all of this googling and and trying to figure it out in your mind, you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to get really stressed out and you're going to have to work really 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 hard. If you believe you have to work really, really, really hard, but I'm here to tell you that it doesn't need to be hard. If you don't want it to be hard, it's not about how hard you work. It's about your energy. So if you believe it needs to be hard, it's going to be right. And that's what we've been taught 
most of our lives. If you're living in America and you're new to spirituality and you haven't really expanded your belief system yet, you've probably only seen people or know of people who are really successful who either have massive talent or or are, are working really hard and maybe are really stressed out and struggling. But I'm here to tell you that that's not true. If you want it to be easy, you get to create it so that it is easy. You know, I already mentioned that I used to work like 60 hours a week, killing myself, barely scraping by, and now I work under half that and I'm making more than I would have imagined. And and it it feels fun. It feels easy. It doesn't mean I don't work, but it means that I'm enjoying every step of the way. Okay. And I was only able to get here because I was embodying what it would feel like to be this person. So I would invite you to ask yourself and maybe write these questions down. If you aren't attracting what you want in your life, if, if what you want and what you're experiencing in reality do not line up, then ask yourself, What is the belief that is allowing this to happen? What is the energetic vibration of the thing I desire and how can I shift into that now? So how would it feel to have it is really what that question is asking and how can you feel that now? All day, every day, I am getting back into alignment. I will not take a step if it feels like forced or stressed and that's really served me because it's allowed me to not only attract what it is that I want with more ease, but feel this sense of peace and, and that I'm in the right place and that I'm, I'm everything that I do is with love and with intention. And it, and, it, and it allows this journey of life to feel good so that I no longer have to wait for a then because I'm always getting back into alignment with what I, what it is that I want. You know, it's an all around win-win. <laughs> all right. Number four is my intuition knows best. I'm going to deep dive into an intuition entire episode coming up because it is just everything. It is everything. I already said in the beginning of this episode that I make every single decision with my intuition and it really allows me to feel this sense of safety and direction and not needing to know the how it's really allowed me to give up the need for for like knowing the outcome or knowing the like having control over things because I just have built such a deep trust with my intuition and 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 like I said before I'll, I'll do a, a full episode on this coming up so number five is challenges happen for me. Challenges happen for me. You know, anytime that there's something going on in my life that feels difficult or challenging or triggers me, I love it. Really? <laughs> I mean, maybe not in the moment. Am I like loving it? But but overall, when I when I look at it from the highest version of myself, I'm so grateful because every single challenge has taught me something, you know, this, this past September, I broke my ankle. Well, I basically broke it. I was off it for 10 weeks and I had the wildest experience. The moment I I fell, I, I was trying to skateboard down a hill and it was not my, my best idea, but anyway, I fell and my roommate came and picked me up and I laid in bed and it, it hurt so bad 
but I just, I felt those waves again, those waves throughout my body more intense than I've ever experienced them. And I started to see like this white light, (laughs) not like I was dying, but like, um, in this like meditation, I was just laying there, you know, I, I had, I didn't want to talk to anyone. It hurt so bad. I just started to close my eyes and I saw this like white glowing light. And all I could think was, this is happening for me. This is happening for me. You know, it was, it was two days after I moved into a new home here in Portland and it was away from, you know, I don't have a car here and, and I love to walk. So it's about a mile walk to any coffee shop, any grocery store. And, and I could have really got so upset about that, but I just kept realizing like, okay, there's a reason this is happening for me. And ultimately I learned so many valuable lessons from those 10 weeks being basically on house arrest, (laughs) just rolling around on my little wheelie chair throughout my house. It really taught me to slow down. It it taught me to really learn to listen to my intuition because the week prior, I was asking my mentor this question about, you know, I can't hear from my intuition clearly about this thing. And and she said, you need to slow down. You're, you're moving way too fast. You're trying to do way too much. And I didn't. And then I broke my ankle. <laughs> and it really taught me to slow down. And it really opened my eyes to this life where it gets to be more easy and more effort effortless and and more fulfilling and and it it helped me feel more comfortable with being alone with myself and and I just did a lot of self-reflection during that time so that's just one example about how challenges happen for me but anytime something challenging happens I ask myself how is this happening for me and that really allows me to take responsibility for my emotional reaction in that situation and direct where my emotions are going from there you know I, I think we all have a choice when we're we're faced with a difficulty and I choose to never ever spiral out about it <laughs> I'm always going to choose the optimistic route and and look for the best in the thing because I I would rather choose joy and choose positivity and choose optimism in the midst of external chaos than 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 create my own suffering by worrying and spiraling All right, number six is awakening, growth, and healing get to be fun. It gets to be fun, you know? Think about why are you doing this in the first place? Like, why do you feel called to manifestation or healing or self-development, you know? First of all, I'm so excited that you're called to it. I think it's so, so, so incredible because not everyone is, and and this means that you do have, have... have such a a purpose and a mission in this world. And, and I'm just super excited for you. But aside from that, like, what, what do you want to feel from all of this? Like, don't you want to feel good feelings? You want to feel peace and joy and freedom. And I think a lot of the time we can get so hung up on the, the, the stickiness of self-development or, or, or so in our heads and, and we, we aren't present and we aren't, we aren't allowing ourselves to have fun and, and, and enjoy life. So I just want to say to you, if, if that's you, you know, I, I totally have been there, but it gets to be fun. And, and when you do allow yourself to have fun and by fun, I mean, just doing things that are enjoyable for you, you know, maybe it's dancing, maybe it's 
connecting with a friend. Maybe it's painting. Maybe it's cooking. Maybe it's playing some music, you know, whatever it may be. Maybe it's just laughing at yourself. You know, sometimes when I just have way too serious of a day and I'm like, girl, you have not laughed today. I will put on some, some James Corden late night show. (laughs) He cracks me up and I just get some laughs in, you know, I'm, I'm always, I feel like if you follow me on social, I'm not sure how, if my sense of humor comes through, (laughs) but I'm always cracking jokes and, and trying to make things lighthearted. And, and I'm honestly, (laughs) I'm cracking myself up right now. I was going to say, ask my roommates. They tell you I'm always cracking my own self up because I think laughter is such a medicine and I just, I can't get enough. I feel like I went through such a long time without laughing and without smiling. And, and although I still have those, those, um, challenging days, I, I think allowing ourselves to have fun and, and enjoy the moment and find the humor and even the serious stuff can not only help us have a better day, but it actually increases our magnetism to attracting what it is that we want into our life. All right, two more, y'all. So number seven is ask for help. You know, it took me years and years and years and years to ask for help. I was terrified. Like in the midst of my disordered eating, I remember I told a friend and she didn't really, I don't know if she took me seriously. Um, and that just, it was scary enough to tell her and, and, and nothing really came of it. So then it took like another year for me to reach out to a therapist and he, he only had me change the, the, the times that I was eating. It didn't get to the core emotional wounds that needed healed. So, so then it took me even longer, you know? So I, if you're afraid to ask for help with, with anything, you know, it's so normal. Um, it, our brains literally are, are meant to be terrified of, of judgment and rejection because in the past, in the paleolithic days, we had to fear judgment and rejection or else we would die. You know, we'd get exiled from the tribe and now we fear judgment of people that we shouldn't really care about what they think, right? But we still have that fear. And for a long time, I let the fear of what people would think and the criticisms of of that friend and, and of that therapist and, and of their journey to prevent me from asking for help for a really, really long time. The thing is, though, what I've really learned is is I just needed to put my ego down, you know, that part of me that was just like, ah, oh, I want to be right. I want to, I want to heal this on my own. Like, man, I learned a lot for sure, but, ah, oh, I just wasted so much time. <laughs> like doing it on my own was so much harder. It's, it's like, even though I am a, a coach and I, I do this work and I do this work on myself it's not until those sessions with my mentors where I'm like, whoa, like you are so right. Like that is where I was blocking myself. And, and I just, I get so excited for my, my calls with my coaches and my mentors and my healers because they, they can see where I'm blocking myself. You know, a lot of the time we cannot see where we're blocking ourselves because we're so used to ourselves because of our ego. There's a, there's a million reasons and, and having an outside 
person who is unconditionally loving and, and only wants the best for you and is embodying the work and the lifestyle that you want to live, they can help guide you to discovering what it is that you truly need and what it is that you truly believe and, and where you get to unblock and remember your truth. And I know I said earlier in this video that my life really started changing in this past year. And, and the first time I hired a coach was last February when my life really started changing. And, and before that, I, I was trying to create a business myself for like six to eight months. And, you know, I just kept self-sabotaging. And once I got an outside perspective, I'm like, yes, like I'm, I, right now I feel like I'm always going to be coached. Um, but I'm trying not to say I will always be like this because life is changing all the time for me, but I really, I, I just, I love it so much. And what's so cool is that my mentors have mentors and their mentors have mentors and it just never ends. And it's really this space of like, so everyone being so humble and knowing that there's always more room to grow. It's, it's so beautiful. And one more thing on that from an energetic standpoint is our actual energetic bodies oftentimes cannot heal on our own. We're meant to be in connection and, and a lot of times these energetic patterns that we're replaying are, are potentially sabotaging different areas of our life and they cannot be healed just through thinking about it on our own and journaling out things. Yes, that can be very effective, but oftentimes we need that connection and that, that person there guiding us. And lastly, when it comes to manifestation, we want the support of the universe, right? This greater power, this greater being, whatever you call it, to flow our desires to us, to do the bigger work, to help us so that we don't need to do it all ourselves. We don't need to force and struggle and stress. So we need to open up to receiving support and great practice in that is with other humans physically asking for support and allowing ourselves to receive it. Ask for help is like one of my number one, number one guiding principles to live by for sure. But like I said earlier, you know, don't believe everyone you talk to. Do your digging. Make sure whoever you're learning from is teaching you in a way that you want to live. I spent a long time learning from someone who is not living the way I want to live. They were making a large income and that really tied me in to want to buy from them and learn from them, but I did not want to live the stress and struggle and, and worry and, and, and efforting and, and hardship that they were teaching. So I stopped learning from them and it took me a long time to unlearn the way they were teaching me to operate. But luckily it's possible. It's possible for any of us. So if you're thinking like, oh, I'm stuck in this cycle and I'm learning from someone who is not living the way that I want. It's all good. You get to change it, you know? You get to change it. Anytime you notice a limiting belief or anything you want to work on, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful gift because it's a sign of of awareness and consciousness and and waking up to the fact that you get to change it. All right, number 8, final one always be the student. 
you know, for a long time, and, and this is something I still catch myself in a lot, is thinking I'm right, you know, like thinking I know what's best for others and for me and, and thinking I, I'm like, Oh, like I, I, this is it. Like, this is what I believe. And then a week later, it's like, Whoa, that, that girl a week ago didn't know shit. (laughs) Cause I'm just so rapidly learning and expanding my beliefs of what I thought was possible that I'm just, I'm constantly being the student. And also this is something I practice when I'm in relation with friends or family or clients is, is not thinking that I know any better than them. You know, it's, it's, it's helping guiding them if, if they want it to their own intuitive knowing. And, and because like I said before, we all are on our unique journey. We have our unique bodies, our unique energy systems, our unique protectors, our unique gifts. And just because one thing works for me doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone else. And I'm, I'm, I'm so obsessed with not only learning more about others, but learning more about myself, you know, every single day, it's like, Oh, why did I do that? Huh? Why am I thinking that way? Huh? What, like what, what made that work well? And what made that not work well? just being like really inquisitive and curious about everything in my life has been such a game changer. And I really, every single day want to live as the student while I'm also being the teacher. You know, I've gotten to this place where it's like, okay, I, I, I believe it's all possible. Like there's there, I keep thinking like, you can't throw anything to me and me not believe it's possible. But, but I'm at that point where it's just like everything is, is just like so expansive. I, I started working with this energy healer a couple of weeks ago and, it, and I just left this session like so mind blown with how great we get to feel and this life gets to be and, and how magical. Oh my gosh, you guys, we live in such a magical world. It's, it's so mind blowing. But I will save more stories for you in other episodes. So that is it. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something that was helpful, I would love if you subscribed to and reviewed my podcast and even send it to someone you care about if you feel inspired to do so. And with that, I would love to give you a little treat for showing me the love. So after you give your review and screenshot it and share it to your Instagram story, tagging me at Alicia McNeil. I would love to send you my free magic meditation series where I will guide you to attracting money, creating inner peace, improving relationships, and so much more. And if you're interested in working with me on a deeper level, then go ahead and click the link in the show notes to apply for the Becoming Magnetic Masterclass, or you can check out my website to see if I'm offering any other services at this time. All right. Thanks for listening. I love you so much, and I hope you have a magical day.